Chapter Thirteen of *The King of the Golden City* by Mother Mary Loyola. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The little maid learns some lessons. Delecta was getting wiser and braver. She was beginning to notice that she was not happier when she was thinking only of pleasing herself. Just at first, perhaps, there was a little pleasure, but it soon passed, and in its place came disappointment and sadness, which made her snappish and disagreeable to others. It was a good thing that she found this out, for it helped her to say no to self when she had to choose between what was wrong but tempting and what was right but hard. Not that she always chose the right now. Oh, dear, no. Often and often self got what she wanted, and the Prince Guardian had to turn away disappointed because Delecta would not listen to his warning voice. Before she did anything wrong, Malignus used to tell her that it was only a little thing. It really didn't matter much. The king would not be very angry, nor shut her out of the Golden City. She could be sorry directly after, and he would forgive her. On the other hand, her prince guardian checked her, saying little things do matter, and if she were to get into the way of disobeying the king in small things, she might some day break his law in a big thing, and make him very angry with her. When, in spite of this warning, she did wrong to please herself, see what happened. The wicked one, who had told her it was only a trifle which the king would not mind, now turned upon her and called her an ungrateful little wretch. The king could not love her, he said, and it was not true to tell him she was sorry. She had told him so hundreds of times and made him fine promises again and again. He was tired of her. It was no use trying any more to please him. She might as well give it up and enjoy herself. And her prince guardian, what did he say when she had refused his advice and made herself miserable? Did he reproach her sharply and say it was no use trying? My child, he said gently, you did wrong just now by not listening to me. Do not do more wrong by listening to Malignus, who wants to make you discouraged and unhappy. Our dear king is very kind, very forgiving. He knows his little Delecta really wants to love and please him, but that she is very weak. Tell him now that you are sorry. As soon as you see that you are doing what he does not like, stop doing it. Tell him you are sorry you began to do it, and he will forgive you. Then go on as before. Try again as if you had never saddened him. Do this as often as you fall into any fault. Get up at once as you would if your foot slipped in a crossing a road. You would not sit there crying till a motor came and drove over you. But you would jump up at once and go on as before, very little the worse for your tumble, perhaps even, the better for it, because it would make you more careful in the future. Many and many a time had Delecta to recall this lesson. It is not so easy to learn as you might think. Her instructors often found her very trying. She was obstinate, careless, and, oh, she was idle. The little wild colt did not like being put into harness and made to work. When those who had charge of her reproved her, she did not consider that they were in the king's place and bound to find fault when she disobeyed his commands and behaved in the way unbefitting one who was to be a princess in his court. She would think they disliked her, and would answer back, or worse still, sulk, so that it was very hard for them to know how to train her. Then, when the naughty fit was over, and she was sorry, she felt inclined to pout and say she would never be fit to be a princess. She fought against this discouragement, and tried to do as her prince guardian had told her, but it was hard. End of chapter 13